Chip, I'm so excited that you're reading first today. It's yeah, amazing. they got mixed up a little bit, Eric. Um, you know Chip how and Eric sing through the Bible. It's challenging for me to do sometimes, but I'll mix it up. I know, it's so rare. But let me just remind everybody, today is day 226. Wow. Okay, Debbie Miles, it's day 226. Oh, Debbie needs to know. Yeah, she needs to know that. Day 226, Debbie. Deborah. And we are going to read Ezekiel 36, 16 through Ezekiel 39. Wow. It's going to be great. It's going to Can't be really wait. Good. But you did promise to people yesterday that you're going to sing through the Bible. So let's... Uh... Me, 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 me. I think I'll say that for another time. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I it's just a real not, bait I'm not switch. There. Allison's lessons just haven't really... It really me. feels like we're going to let her down. You know? It like does. we're not there yet. Allison's a wonderful choral teacher and director and the yeah. Chip and Eric Choir. Need, need the Chip and lessons. Eric Choir that's touring right now in yeah. uh in Las Vegas. Yeah. It's going very well. Tickets are selling yeah. like crazy. I'm exhausted for the travel. Yeah, I know. Honestly, back and <sighs> forth. But it's tough. food's good. But to do it here on the podcast, it kind of feels like we're just gonna let her down. We're not gonna do her justice. So Yeah. Well, well we need a But next time all of you are in Las Vegas, yeah. You can see us. We're yeah, at the so we're tickets at the, are selling out fast. We're at the Luxor. In yeah. Las Vegas. It's amazing. It is pretty amazing. Yeah. Every night. Are seriously, seven nights a week. It's crazy. And yeah. to come back. And we fly all the way back to Newton to, to read. Yeah. So every you see day. us on Sunday morning. We're exhausted. Just know. And just we're know we're exhausted. coming fresh off a show. And we're going back to a show that night. Yeah. At the Luxor. It's crazy. In we're Las Vegas. very thankful for our food team here that keeps us. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Keeps us uh, fueled up for the, all that, the sermon. All that cracked corn that Gloria's making me. Yeah. Jimmy cracked it. <laughs> and Gloria made it. <laughs> Let me start our reading. It's a good idea. Okay. <laughs> we haven't laughed in a while. That's good. Then this further message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, when the people of Israel were living in their own land, they defiled it by the evil way they lived. To me, their conduct was as unclean as a woman's menstrual cloth. They polluted the land with murder and the worship of idols. So I poured out my fury on them. I scattered them to many lands to punish them for the evil way that they have lived. But when they were scattered amongst the nations, they brought the shame on my holy name. For the nations said, these are the people of the Lord. But he couldn't keep them safe in his own land. Then I was concerned for my holy name, on which my people brought shame amongst the nations. Therefore, give the people of Israel this message from the sovereign Lord. I am bringing you back, but not because you deserve it. I'm doing it to protect my holy name, on which you brought shame while you were scattered among the nations. I will show how holy my great name is. It's the name on which you brought shame among the nations. And when I reveal my holiness through you before their very eyes, says the sovereign Lord, when the nations will know that I am the Lord. For I will gather you up from all the nations and bring you home again to your land. Then I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you will be clean. Your filth will be washed away, and you'll no longer worship idols. And I will give you a new heart, and I will put a new spirit in you. I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. And I will put my spirit in you so that you'll follow my decrees and be careful to obey my regulations. And you will live in Israel, the land I gave your ancestors long ago. You will be my people, and I will be your God. I will cleanse you of your filthy behavior. I will give you good crops of grain, and I will send no more famines on the land. I will give you great harvest from your fruit trees and fields, and never again will the surrounding nations be able to scoff at your land for famines. Then you will remember your past sins and despise yourselves for all the detestable things you did. But remember, says the Sovereign Lord, I'm not doing this because you deserve it. O oh, my people of Israel, you should be utterly ashamed of all you've done. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. 
When I cleanse you from your sins, I will repopulate your cities, and the ruins will be rebuilt. The fields that used to lie empty and desolate in plain view of everyone will again be farmed. And when I bring you back, people will say, This former wasteland is now like the Garden of Eden. The abandoned and ruined cities now have strong walls and are filled with people. Then the surrounding nations will survive. That survive will know that I, the Lord, have rebuilt the ruins and replanted the wasteland. For I, the Lord, have spoken, and I will do what I say. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. I'm ready to hear Israel's prayers and to increase their numbers like a flock. They will be as numerous as the sacred flocks that fill Jerusalem streets at the time of her festivals. The ruined cities will be crowded with people once more, and everyone will know that I'm the Lord. The Lord took hold of me, and I was carried away by the Spirit of the Lord to a valley filled with bones. He led me all around among the bones that covered the valley floor. They were scattered everywhere across the ground and were completely dried out. Then he asked me, Son of man, can these bones become living people again? O sovereign Lord, I replied, you alone know the answer to that. Then he said to me, Speak a prophetic message to these bones and say, Dry bones, listen to the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says. Look, I'm going to put breath into you and make you live again. I will put flesh and muscles on you and cover you with skin. I will put breath into you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So I spoke this message just as he told me. Suddenly, as I spoke, there was a rattling noise all across the valley. The bones of each body came together and attached themselves as complete skeletons. Then I watched. Then, as I watched, muscles and flesh formed over the bones. The skin formed to cover their bodies, and they still, but they still had no breath in them. Then he said to me, Speak a prophetic message to the winds, son of man. Speak a prophetic message and say, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. Come, O breath, from the four winds. Breathe into these dead bodies so they may live again. So I spoke the message as he commanded me, and breath came into their bodies. They all came to life and stood up on their feet, a great army. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones represent the people of Israel. They are saying, We have become old, dry bones. All hope is gone. Our nation is finished. Therefore prophesy to them and say, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. O my people, I will open your graves of exile and cause you to rise again. Then I will bring you back to the land of Israel. When this happens, O my people, you will know that I am the Lord. I will put my spirit in you, and you will live again and return home to your own land. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken, and I have done what I said. Yes, the Lord has spoken. Again, a message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, take a piece of wood and carve it on these words. These re- these, this represents Judah and his allied tribes. Then take another piece and carve these words on it. This represents Ephraim and the northern tribes of Israel. Now hold them together in your hand as if it were one piece of wood. When your people ask you what your actions mean, say to them, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. I will take Ephraim and the northern tribes and join them to Judah. I will make them one piece of wood in my hand. Then hold out a piece, hold out the pieces of wood that you've inscribed so the people can see them and give them this message from the Sovereign Lord. I will gather the people of Israel from among the nations. I will bring them home to their own land from the places that they have been scattered. I will unify them into one nation in the mountains of Israel. One king will rule them all. No longer will they be divided into two nations or into two kingdoms. Then they will never again pollute themselves with their idols and vile images and rebellion. For I will save them from their sinful apostasy. I will cleanse them. Then they will truly be my people and I will be their God. My servant David will be their king, and they will have only one shepherd. They will obey my regulations and be careful to keep my decrees. They will live in the land I gave my servant Jacob, the land where their ancestors lived. They and their children and their grandchildren after them 
will live there forever, generation after generation. And my servant David will be their prince forever. And I will make a covenant of peace with them, an everlasting covenant. I will give them their land and increase their numbers, and I will put my temple among them forever. I will make my home among them. I will be their God, and they will be my people. And when my temple is among them forever, the nations will know that I am the Lord who makes Israel holy. This is another message that came to me from the Lord. Son of man, turn and face Gog of the land of Magog, the prince who rules over the nations of Meshech and Tubal, and prophesy against him. Give him this message from the sovereign Lord. Gog, I am your enemy. I will turn you around and put hooks in your jaws and lead you and lead you out with your whole army, your horses and charioteers in full armor, and a great horde armed with shields and swords. Persia, Ethiopia, and Libya will join you too with all their weapons. Gomer and all its armies will also join you along with the armies of Beth Togarma and the dist- and from the distant north and many others. Get ready, be prepared, keep all the armies around you mobilized and take command of them. A long time from now you will be called into action. In the distant future you will swoop down on the land of Israel, which will be enjoying peace after recovering from war and after its people have returned from many lands to the mountains of Israel. You and all your allies, a vast and awesome army, will roll down on them like a storm and cover the land like a cloud. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. At that time, evil thoughts will come to your mind, and you will devise a wicked scheme. You will say Israel is an unprotected land filled with unwalled villages. I will march against her and destroy these people who live in such confidence. I will go to those formerly desolate cities that are now filled with people who have returned from exile in many nations. I will capture vast amounts of plunder, for the people are rich with livestock and other possessions now. They think the whole world revolves around them, but Sheba in Dedan and the merchants of Tarshish will ask, Do you really think the armies you have gathered can rob them of silver and gold? Do you think you can drive away their livestock and seize their goods and carry off plunder? Therefore, son of man, prophesy against Gog. Give him this message from the sovereign Lord. When my people are living in peace in their land, then you will rouse yourself. You will come from your homeland in the distant north north, with your vast cavalry and your mighty army, and you will attack my people, covering their land like a cloud. At that time, in the distant future, I will bring you against my land as everyone watches, and my holiness will be displayed by by what happens to you, Gog. Then all the nations will know that I am the Lord. This is what the Sovereign Lord asks. Are you the one I was talking about long ago when I announced through Israel's prophets that in the future I would bring you against my people? But this is what the Sovereign Lord says. When Gog invades the land of Israel, my fury will boil over. My jealousy and blazing anger, I promise... In my jealousy and blazing anger, I promise a mighty shaking in the land of Israel on that day. All living things, the fish in the sea, the birds of the sky, the animals of the field, the small animals that scurry along the ground, and all the people on earth will quake in terror at my presence. Mountains will be thrown down, cliffs will crumble, walls will fall to the earth. I will summon the sword against you on all the hills of Israel, says the Sovereign Lord. Your men will turn their swords against each other. I will punish you and your armies with disease and bloodshed. I will send torrential rain, hailstones, fire, and burning sulfur. In this way, I will show my greatness and holiness. I will make myself known to all the nations of the world. Then they will know that I am the Lord. Son of man, prophesy against Gog. Give him this message from the sovereign Lord. I am your enemy, O Gog, a ruler of the nations of Meshach and Tubal. I will turn you around and drive you toward the mountains of Israel, bringing you from the distant north. 
I will knock the bow from your left hand and the arrows from your right hand, and I will leave you helpless. You and your army and your allies will die on the mountains. I will feed you to the vultures and wild animals. You will fall in the open fields, for I have spoken, says the Sovereign Lord. I will rain down fire on Magog and all your allies who live safely on the coast. Then they will know that I am the Lord. In this way, I will make known my holy name among the people of Israel. I will not let anyone bring shame on it, and the nations too will know that I am the Lord, the Holy One of Israel. The day of judgment will come, says the Sovereign Lord. Everything will happen just as I have declared it. Then the people in the towns of Israel will go out and pick up your small and large shields, bows and arrows, javelins and spears, and they will use them for fuel. There will be enough to last them seven years. They won't need to cut wood from the fields or forests, for these weapons will give them all the fuel they need. They will plunder those who plan to plunder them, and they will rob those who plan to rob them, says the Sovereign Lord. And I will make a vast graveyard for Gog and his hordes in the valley of the travelers east of the Dead Sea. It will block the way of those who travel there, and they will change the name of the place to the valley of Gog's hordes. It will take seven months for the people of Israel to bury the bodies and cleanse the land. Everyone in Israel will help, for it will be a glorious victory for Israel when I demonstrate my glory on that day, says the Sovereign Lord. After seven months, teams of men will be appointed to search out the land for skeletons to bury, so the land will be made clean again. Whenever bones are found, a mark will be set up, so the burial crews will take them to be buried in the Valley of Gog's hordes. There will be a town there named Hamona, which means horde, and so the land will finally be cleansed. And now, son of man, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. Call on the birds and the wild animals. Say to them, gather together for my great sacrificial feast. Come from far and near to the mountains of Israel, and there eat flesh and drink blood. Eat the flesh of mighty men and drink the blood of princes, as though they were rams, lambs, goats, and bulls, all fattened animals from Bashan. Gorge yourselves with the flesh until you, until you are glutted. Drink blood until you are drunk. This is the sacrificial feast I have prepared for you. Feast at my banquet table, feast on horses and charioteers, on mighty men and all kinds of valiant warriors, says the Sovereign Lord. In this way, I will demonstrate my glory to the nations. Everyone will see the punishment I have inflicted on them and the power of my fist when I strike. And from that time on, the people of Israel will know that I am the Lord their God. The nations will know why Israel was sent away to exile. It was punishment for sin, for they were unfaithful to their God. Therefore, I turned away from them and let their enemies destroy them. I turned my face away and punished them because of their defilement and their sins. So now, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. I will end the captivity of my people. I will have mercy on all Israel, for I jealously guard my holy reputation. They will accept responsibility for their past shame and unfaithfulness after they come home to live in peace in their own land, with no one to bother them. When I bring them home from the lands of their enemies, I will display my holiness among them for all the nations to see. Then my people will know that I am the Lord their God because I sent them away to exile and brought them home again. I will leave none of my people behind and I will never again turn my face from them. For I will pour out my spirit upon the people of Israel. I, the sovereign Lord, have spoken. And that is our reading today. What a reading it was. Ooh, man, that was... A reading of all readings. Dry bones. Boom, boom, boom. Do dry bones. I think old Obadiah would Do like to sing about them dry bones. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Another day. Well, we read about those dry bones. We did. And other things. With two questions in mind, Chip. What does this tell us about God? And what does this tell us about us? So, Chip. What's yes. it going to be? What's it going to be? What's it going to be? What's it tell us about God, Chip? 
it tells us that God brings, God can bring the dead back to life. Mm-hmm. You know, with the dry bones that you mentioned there. I love that. Oh yeah, that is just Such so a cool so powerful. Yeah, and 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 we see God is consistent with that. He can bring dead things back to life, and He wants to. Mm-hmm. You know, and we see it culminated with His Son, and we'll see it in the end times. You know, when um, Israel's decimated, and that's what we read about with Gog and Magog, he's going to bring them back to life, and he'll reign for all of eternity, the new heavens and the new earth. And uh, he's just a master at that. He can bring dead things back to life. Absolutely. And so I think, you know, it's important to acknowledge that, and that gives us hope. It gives me hope knowing that. He brought me back to life and you and all of our listeners who have accepted Jesus um, because he brought Jesus back to life. Mm-hmm. God did that. God does that. He'll do that. Yeah. And so I want to side with that God. He's all about life, and he can bring dead things back to life. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, with that, you know, as I was thinking about it, so much of, like, the the whole exile and restoration thing, so much of that is a picture of heaven and hell, really. I mean, if you think about it, God's judgment ultimately so god's judgment against israel was their exile and god's judgment against evil ultimately is an exile an exile into a lake of fire away from his presence forever and his restoration of israel and judah are like the eternal restoration that all of us will experience you know after the resurrection of the dead all resurrection right so everyone will be resurrected into exile or restoration. All of us will be. So I just think that like when we read this passage, it's so important to keep the concept of our future restoration in mind, especially when he says uh, these bones represent the people of Israel. And now, of course, they didn't know yet that this was going to be opened up to the Gentiles. But what he says is we've become old, dry bones. All hope is gone. And I just think if that was their mindset, that we become old, dry bones and all hope is gone, and suddenly God says, yeah, but like dry bones, I can make dry bones living and vital and, and you know, animated. I can do that. So mm. I think it says to us, like, all hope is never gone. Mm. And now that we have the New Testament, we know that our hope is never gone because we can look to the future and we understand what true restoration looks like, what true resurrection looks like, what it means that we have hope in the future, even if we feel like dry bones today, even if the state of the church in the United States and in the West is dry bones, hope is never gone because the God who brings dry bones to life can bring us back to life as well. So I just think this this idea is hope is never gone. Hope is never, ever gone. So what's this tell us about us? We should never, ever give up hope. Hmm. Why? Because we worship a God who can bring things back to life. Hmm. Hmm. Amen. That's true. Yep. That's good. And it all goes back to the breath of God. Yeah. Yeah. He breathes life and all that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. Stay near the breath of God. Absolutely. <laughs> and if you don't know, take it in. The Word of God yes. is the very breath of God. Amen. You know? Yeah. That's what it tells us in 2 Timothy 3. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. And never give up hope. No matter never. how dismal never, things never. look today, yeah. never give up hope. Yeah, because some of you are going through some tough stuff right now. We know that Absolutely. for sure. Absolutely. Yep. Never give us hope because God can breathe life into any situation. You He's got good it. at that. You got it. And it may look totally different than what you expect, but it's still the best way. That's a good point. Yep. It could. Yeah. Yep. Well, we're mm-hmm. proud of you guys. Thank Very you so proud. much for joining us today. Yes. We're excited. We'll be back again tomorrow for another day. Mm. Another day in Ezekiel. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
Okay. Chip and I are going to go dig up some skeletons to get ready. Yeah. Okay, bye.